Hey everyone, it's Nakaya J with JTGC. Um, welcome to Join the Group Chat Podcast. Um, this is episode 8. And it's a midweek. It's a little bit late, I know. <laughs> um, it always seems that the midweek comes a couple days after it's supposed to. But it's here nonetheless. I know you guys had some questions about um, when I said I was going to put JTGC on hold. And, well... I cannot explain until the contracts are all signed, but um, we're taking this to another level, so hey, the the train is still moving. Um, I won't be putting it on hold. Uh, So you guys had a lot of questions and opinions about episode 7, which I will get into. Um, I will get into it. I'll probably get into it before I get into my topic, but... I do want to say, like, Merry Christmas, everyone. I know it's past already. And, um, you know, for the upcoming New Year, um, I hope you guys have big plans. My Christmas kind of sucked, um, to be honest. So um, I'm looking forward to New Year's, guys. I will be seeing the Peach Trap for the very first time. And I'm so excited. And also, hopefully, getting my first tattoo. That's even more exciting. Um, <laughs> I am really scared I mean super scared but I'm very excited to get it as well um (laughs) I'm I don't know what I'm getting yet I still have been kind of going in my mind but I'll be in Atlanta so I know I'm coming home with a tattoo um hopefully it's not recorded because I'm pretty sure I'll be acting like a little baby um but yeah those are my plans for New Year's and of course I want to get something like really meaningful and really amazing. Um, my mom is probably gonna kill me because she's very old-fashioned, so she's definitely not gonna be happy. But I've always wanted a tattoo, so. Um, and I know that once I start, I probably won't be able to stop. But anyway, yes. So that's my plans for New Year's. Um, I'm I'm just excited, you know. I'm really I'm really excited uh, to be able to do something for New Year's. You know, growing up. Most of my life, I've been in church for watch night. I know y'all know what that is. So that's like when you pray all night, and if you're on the younger side, you're probably sleeping at some point during that watch night service. Um, I think I wasn't able to stay up for an entire service until probably late teen years. Um, I went to my dad's church, and I think that was like the first time that I like stayed up the whole time. Um, yeah. And I have seen the ball drop before twice. Well, no, let me put it this way. I saw the ball drop once. And then another time I was I was in New York. And I think we were like, we were just far from it. And by the time it was supposed to be 12 o'clock, we were supposed to be at, you know, the big, you know, place. Um, <laughs> we were just too far. So I think we saw it on the TV. Um, so that's why I'm excited to see the peach drop. Um, around the holidays, I get very, very homesick. So this is kind of like a reminding me of home. And I'm excited. I'm excited. And, um, just, you know, to think about what's new since Sunday. Um, like I said, I had a crappy Christmas. But we're gonna, we're gonna have a great New Year's. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, well, my daughter, she just got, uh, we just got the email about her photo shoot in February, which I'm excited about. Um, 
she's going into baby modeling guys so it's a really exciting time for her even though she's definitely not caring about it as much as mommy is I'm sure um you know and it's so interesting because with my children I'm I'm so grateful and blessed to have really like I just have talented kids um you know my oldest daughter she wants to be an author and she's super smart like she's seven and reads um on a middle school level she doesn't she knows how to, she is on fifth grade for her math um she's just super smart like super smart and only in second grade you know and um she also she loves to dance loves to dance and then Nayella, I'm pretty sure she's going to do some acting, um, which my oldest daughter did as well since she was about two or three. And, you know, Cameron, she's probably going to be a musician. But, you know, um, one thing I think we as parents need to do is not is to be careful not to project our own wants or personal dreams onto our kids. You know, in my mind, I have girls, so I danced all my life. I thought that my kids, all my kids, <laughs> all my girls would be ballerinas, you know. Um, but like Jordan, who dances, she likes more of the tap and the hip-hop. But I'm not going to, you know, stop her from that. Um, I just haven't had the ballerina yet. But um, but I don't push it either. You know, and a lot of times, oh, we wanted to do this when we were little. So we, you know, so... So we push that on our kids or we did do it and our kids want to do it. And then we try to push them too hard because we want them to surpass what we did, you know. Um, and I think I think we need to be careful of that. You know, growing up, my mom wanted me to be a doctor or a lawyer. And I mean, ever since I was little, I was like, Mom, I want to be an actress. And then, you know, and I mean from three because I was in plays and stuff and I was three and I was just like I want to be an actress all the way up until I was about 14 15 and then I said mom I think I think I want a real job she's like oh thank god and I said mom I want to be an event planner she's like and I was about 16 when this happened because I have I helped my dad plan um he's a gospel rapper so I helped him plan one of his um concerts and I loved it and I was just like yeah, mom, I'm, I want to be an event planner. And she's like, seriously, <laughs> I can't win. Um, but she, a lot of the years was pushing that. That's not a real job. You need a real job. You know, this, that, and I'm just kind of, she never took time. And me and her have had this conversation, um, but she never took time to actually really just be in the moment with me. You know, she never took time to really just kind of, support me and what I was doing it was always that I could be doing something different um or I could be doing it better or I could be doing it the way she thinks you know and I felt that you know growing up like when I'm at plays and stuff and my best friend's parents are there and my mom is at, you know because it's not a real job and I need to you know get real and how many black actresses make it and you know I was a little chubby back then so you know oh you're not you're not skinny enough and just and like I said, I had this conversation with her, but at the same time, I use that in my parenting now because I want to make sure that I don't ever project that onto them just because I know how it feels, you know? 
and now I do I don't think it's realistic to say that I will manage every single part of all of my kids careers and whatever um, it's realistic to say that I will have a hand in everything that they do um, just to make sure that the people around them are properly handling them like with my youngest daughter you know um, she's had a few agents look at her and I still have not decided on one um, just because I I'm just I, I want to make sure that your interest on my, is my daughter not just the money clearly I know you have a job you know let's be realistic people like p these people have jobs and they do need to make money at the same time I want to make sure that you have her as your interest like you care about her you care about her career um, so you know I'm still working on that but the main point of that is just not to project your you know your fears onto them either like you know when my mom kept saying not many black actresses make it and not many make it look like that look like me you know because I was chubby and had glasses and braces at one point and she's just like you know you know Halle Berry and I think when she said that to me because and I it's clearly stuck with me I mean she said this when I was like I think at ninth grade she was like, you're no Holly Berry. And that just <laughs> tore me up, you know, because I was just like, wow, you know. Um, but like I said, we've had this conversation. And I mean, now that now that I'm older, she definitely, you know, she's a, she, she understands, I think, a little bit more. Um, and she supports me in, in what I in whatever I do. And, you know, but back then, I think she just couldn't see. But I think that had to do with uh, her son, her, you know, I'm adopted, guys. Uh, another story for another day <laughs> but um her biological sons um one is a doctor one is or one is in medical school I'm sorry one is a lawyer and another one's a computer technician and then she had an old an older I had an older brother who was the oldest out of all of them and he passed away um rest in peace Warren and he was a doctor like a, a like a award-winning doctor like he was amazing I never got to meet him because he passed away before I got to the house but I mean, I heard stories about him all growing up. So coming into that family, that's what I have to compete with. You know what I mean? Like, I had to compete with two doctors in the family and a lawyer and a computer technician. Like, that's what I had to compete with. And here comes the only girl saying, hey, yeah, me, I want to be an actress. <laughs> like, I want to be in the entertainment industry. So I think, <laughs> I think at one point it was kind of a disappointment to my mom. And then when I went to college for business, I, I, I remember telling my mom, I said, I said, Mom, like, I'm going for business to be logical, but my passion is acting. And she was just like, well, as long as you're getting a degree in something. So and that wasn't acting because originally my my major was theater and I switched it like after the first month, I think. Um, but yeah, so I know what it feels like to grow up and, and kind of not have the support of your parent, you know, and I and I never want my girls to feel like that. And now kids, of course, change what they want to do. I mean, how many how many things did we want to be when we grew up, right? Um, when we were younger. But I think that I'm gonna support them. I'm gonna be in the moment with them. Like, I, if okay, this is what you want to do, absolutely. You know, because I've heard a parent say to a kid, um, "No, I'm not gonna pay. For, you're not you're not going to uh, classes for that because you're not you're not even gonna stick with it." But just think about if we really rally behind our kids and really just push them and tell them that there's no limits and say like listen you're gonna be great whatever you do and if this is what you know kids are little human beings they have processes so sometimes they just gonna have to go through a process and sometimes 
it may be going through and figuring out what they do and like how how in the world are they going to know if they like it or not or if they really want to stick with it long term if we don't even give them a chance you know um with jordan who is my oldest daughter she's so she has so many different facets to her personality and to her mind and i and i'm learning st new stuff every day and when she first said that, she she told me, she said, Mom, I want to have, I want to do my own nail polish. Like, I want to have my own nail polish. And I said, you want to have your own nail, like, a whole own nail polish line? And she's like, yeah, I want to name the colors and everything. Now, the first thought in my mind was that, of course, I'm thinking business-like. You know, I'm like, okay, Jordan, it's more than just naming colors. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to show her that it's more than that, you know, and I'm not going to put her down. If this is what she wants to do, absolutely, you know, and we came up with, uh, we came up with the name together, um, and, and I told her different things that she would have to do, and of course she's, I mean, she's a kid, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put too much on her, of course I want her to stay a kid, so, you know, for the time being, of course, so the business part, of course I'll handle that, you know, I won't put too much on her, but at the same time, I do explain to her like hey this is what you're gonna have to think about this is what you're gonna have to think about but at the end of the day she's gonna when she, by the time she's 18 you know well she's gonna have a business running in in a year or so you know i'm hopefully in less than less than a year it's just a lot we have to do but the point is i it doesn't matter what i thought initially i oh i said okay awesome well, we're, our mommy's going to figure it out. I, of course, I never dealt with nail polish before she said that. So, you know, as far as business. So I was like, mommy's going to figure it out. And I did my research. I made some calls. I talked to some of my, uh, some of my clients already and said, hey, do you, you know, just to run this by you, do you know how to do this? And they, you know, hooked me up with a supplier, a couple suppliers to choose from. It's about pushing your kids. Like, you... A lot, I think a lot of times, right, like even as adults, we think about something, we want to do something, we have a vision, and then we're like, oh, well, we think about all the stuff we lack, right? We think about all the stuff, you know, all the stuff that's in the way, like, oh, I can't really do that right now. I got this on my plate and I got this on my schedule. Kids don't have that. So don't put that on them. They don't have that, that barrier of responsibilities, you know what I mean? So, and I think as long as we can... We give kids the mindset. You know, in my book, I said, if you change your thinking, you can change your life. And I, I truly believe that. And I believe with kids, as long as we tell them, like, listen, you can do anything, they're going to believe it. And that's what they need to believe. They don't need to, you don't need to put any doubts in their mind. You want to know why? Because the world and society is going to do enough of that. So they need the per they need somebody in their corner. And a lot of, like, and I, and I had this conversation with somebody else about their child and I said, you know, um, you know, he was saying that he wanted to go to the NBA. And she's like, oh, boy, you're not even that good. And I said, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, you need to be that person that's telling him, okay, you want to go? Absolutely, I support you. But this is the work you're going to have to do. Don't tell him he can't do it. Don't tell him he's not good enough. The world is going to do that for you. Society is going to do that for you. Naysayers are going to do They got all of that already. Why would you want their home to be that? You know, why would you want the people in their home to be like that? Like, I don't care what my kids tell me they're going to. If they want to be an astronaut, all right, cool. You know, let's find an astronaut school. 
but see this is why you guys need to go listen to the um to the previous episode i had about generational wealth it's in the title so you'll find it um because i said i want to create a, a an atmosphere where my kids don't have the limitation of money like they can't say that hey mom i can't do this or i can't pursue this because there's no money no that we got money that's cool you want to okay let's go you know, like I said, and generational wealth and having money available for kids or, or resources does not mean you don't teach them the value of hard work because absolutely my kids will do I don't care how, I don't care if I'm a billionaire, my kids are still going to be doing chores um, and keeping their room clean and all that other, you know, great regular stuff. Um, but, but man, we need to start talking more life into these kids. I mean, seriously, you know? I think I just think that the world gives these kids enough crap. They don't need to hear it from us. And I'm and I'm speaking from experience. I'm a kid who I have always dreamed big. Like I was always the big dream, and I'm I still am. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you ever sit down with me and li- really just like hear my big ideas for the future, I dream big. I can look at a business that hasn't even formed yet and say that that's going to be a million dollar business. Like that's just how I just you know God made me a visionary and. You know, I used to think of it as a burden, but no, like it's 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 a blessing. It's a blessing and a curse sometimes because people don't if people don't see the vision, then all they do is doubt. You know, and and let's stop getting to this point where like if we didn't make it, our kids aren't gonna make it either, or we get jealous. You know, I and I think yo oh, that is a real thing. Parents being jealous of kids, but seriously, like we get jealous of where our kids are at and we try to put them down. Like I have. So seen it okay you know um there was a mom who I don't think she finished high school I'm not I don't um I'm not I don't remember the the details but I know that there was something either she dropped out or something like that and you know her daughter was like chess club um I don't know mathly all of that and then she ended up telling her mom she's going to Yale and and I I personally know I know the young lady, and she said she was going to Yale. Her mom's like, "Who do you think you are?" She's like, "Yeah, I thought I was gonna be smart too," you know. And I just think that's that's so bogus, because let me tell you something. I don't want my kids to be as good as me. I want them to absolutely be better than me. Absolutely, I absolutely want them to surpass me. I would hope one at least one or two of my girls sur- surpass me way in business. Get there faster. Absolutely. I'm going to push you. I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader, you know? When, you know, when I have a son, like, whatever he wants to do, I'm here. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Whatever you want to do, like, be better than me. I don't want you to be as good as me. Be better than me, you know? And I think sometimes, like, parents really get jealous of kids and don't want... I don't know what it is, like, you know, but... I've seen it, and we need to stop that, you know? We need to stop that because you're stifling their growth. You're stifling their potential. You're 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 stunting their growth, I'm sorry, and stifling their potential. And it's just, I mean, the, I just feel like kids get enough of that, all that crap from the world, you know? And they don't, they don't need it from their parents, you know? Like, I'm going to be the one that at every game that I can be, you know, because I do have more than one kid. So, you know, hey, we got games on the same day. Hey, maybe I got to go to one. Daddy got to go to the other one. But I'm going to make sure 
that I am the biggest cheerleader. If I can't make it to a game, you best believe I am getting updates from daddy or auntie, whoever at the at the game. I'm getting updates like, hey, well, how the hell they doing? How they doing first quarter? You know what I'm saying? You have a play. I'm there. You singing somewhere? I'm there. I'm hoping you rehearse too. You know, you play a sport that I play. Hey, let's go in the backyard and we're going to work on that pitch. We're going to work on that, you know, the dribble. We're going to, I mean, well, I don't do basketball. I'm sorry. I don't play basketball. That's, that's for the dad. Um, but like, let's, we can work on the pitch. We can work on the batting. We can work on anything in soccer. I got you. You know, you need some help or something. Hey, we, we about to get a trainer in school. You need a tutor. I got you. You know? I just think we need to start being our kids' biggest cheerleader and stop stop being jealous that our kids can possibly be better than us. Like, I mean, that's crazy. Or, or possibly surpass what we thought, you know? I mean, it's just... It's just crazy, I think. You know, like, like hey, if one of my kids become a world-renowned ballerina, absolutely. I wish I could have got there, and I'm glad you got there, you know? Like... Let's stop. Let's start building our kids up a little bit more and speaking life into them, and stop saying the first thing that comes to mind. Like stop instilling doubt in them. Like, oh, I don't know how you gonna do that. I don't got no money. I don't know how you gonna do it. How you gonna do? It? Listen, there's resources out here that people don't even look at because they're too busy just stuck in that mentality of lack. They're stuck in the mentality of, oh, well, I don't have it, so I can't see it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't, ha- I don't have it in my bank account, so I, don't, I can't even see it coming. I don't. E- like, listen, there's resources out here. If your kids want to do something, find a way to research and and get it done. Like, that's just how I feel. And, and you can't tell me. You can't tell me it's about money. You know what I mean? Like, yes, sometimes money can be an obstacle. Absolutely. Can money be a hindrance? Absolutely. But there's so many things out here. The Internet, like, there's ways to do it. Listen, there's things called, um, I just I just helped a mom, like, what, geez, a couple months ago. I introduced her to crowdfunding. Like, listen, make a crowdfund, say, this is what I'm raising money for, and raise the money. You know, somebody else is doing, she makes amazing cakes, and she decided to make, you know, to bake some cakes and sell them to um, get her daughter uh, a sewing machine because she wanted to make clothes. Like, it's too many resources out in this world right now that you're using money as an excuse. It may not happen overnight. I mean, it may take some time, but hey, work at it. Raise the money. Grind. There is a... I think he would how old is he? Eight? Make it twenty-six million from a YouTube channel? Oh no, you can't tell me there's not money out here to be made. And you can't say you can't tell me money is the excuse and that's why up oh, that puts a stop on my kids' stuff. Up oh, that puts a stop I can't do for my kids or I can't, you know, like even with my daughter. Let me tell you something. Before we got into this whole modeling thing, I think I was tr- I was gonna try it with my oldest daughter. Um, but she you know, she uh, she didn't she didn't seem to kind of like latch onto it. She liked the stage better, so I let it go. I thought that you know, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be so expensive. Oh, I just you know, and that's what I'm thinking. But because I have the mindset I do when it comes to parents and kids and dreams and all that other stuff, like really what happened was ever since Amaya was born, people were telling me like you need to put. I mean, they told me about pretty much all my kids, you know, oh, your kids are gorgeous, you need to put them in modeling, but see, Amaya has this, like, really distinct kind of, like, beauty about her, um, and she, if certain pictures, 
I mean, it, I just look at him like, oh my God, you were gorgeous. Like, and she makes faces and, you know, she gets, what do they call it? Give face and all of that. And her eyebrows are amazing. Okay. I stand my baby's eyebrows. She's a year old and her eyebrows are so amazing. I don't know why, but I love her eyebrows. But anyway, when she was about six months, um, I just kept hearing that like, you need to put her in a magazine. You need to, and she's so like, when she smiles, her smile lights up a room, all of that. So I decided to look into it. Um, yes, there are photo shoots that can be expensive. Yes, there is this year's. I mean, there's all of that stuff that, yes, it's going to cost money. But then because I researched it, talked to people, you know, I found out, oh, there's such thing as like an agency sponsoring everything with your child. And you really, you don't have to pay nothing because what they, what they do is pretty much book your child. And the more they book your child, the more money you make. And also the more money they make because they take a cut off of you know, the bookings. And let me put it this way. We have, um, now my schedule didn't allow certain bookings that they had. I just wasn't able to do it because I had work, but you know, and, um, I'm the only parent at the moment. So, uh, I just wasn't, I just wasn't able to do it. And I personally, like I, like I said, I, I wanted to make sure that, her her career is handled the correct way from the start and so to do that you know I just I just don't want it just to be like mishandled so anyway long story short she got she had a photo shoot already that she did get paid for but the photo shoot was um on the photographers and you know like the photographer wanted the pictures pretty much um and now she's going to be doing it for a company soon. So I can tell you that the probably the only thing I've spent so far is gas money. <laughs> like, that's it. They did her hair, you know, from they did her hair for free. I'm thinking I got to pay for hair and, you know, dresses and all this stuff. They clothed her. They did her hair. They did everything. Like, if you want something done, you're going to you're going to find a way to do it. And you and that's what that's the mindset we need to have for our kids. Like. Let my let let me have a son, and he wanted to play basketball or, or you know. <sighs> um, I was about to say football. Um, I'm just really really nervous. But here here's the thing. Um, I had a conversation with DJ, and I said, uh, I was like, yeah, well, if I have a son, like he ain't playing no football. And I, you know, sometimes I and I, and I do say that a lot. <laughs> if anybody knows around me or knows me, I know I say that a lot. And that's only because I saw the movie Concussion, and it scared the crap out of me, honestly. Um, but that is also goes back to not putting your fears on your kids. So I know if I have a son, especially if his like dad plays football or something like, I'm, I'm really not going to say like, oh, he can't play football. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, I'm going to be nervous and I think I'm going to, I think I'm always going to have that fear. Like, oh my God, my little baby on the field, you know? <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to really stop my son from playing football, you know? Um, and Hey, he needs some extra help. He going, he going to football camp. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have we gonna give him the best pads, the best helmet. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Um but yeah, just let's stop projecting our fears onto our kids and let's stop giving let's stop giving our kids excuses. How about that? Let I mean, even though they're too young to understand, let's stop giving our kids excuses. They wanna do something, get it done. Find a way to do it, you know? And sometimes you may have to sacrifice some time and some energy, but they're kids, you know that they can't do it themselves. 
they need you like they need you you know they need you they need your support they need your love and they need you to believe in them that's another thing like we need to st- we need to believe in our kids you know sometimes stop telling our kids they ain't good enough you know they want to do something listen they want to go to the nba and if i don't care what i don't even care if it's just they want to play period and they're not good you or you think they're not good or they're not where you think you should be then get them some help if that's what they really want to do and you see they're passionate about it get them some help you know let's believe in our kids let's stop putting doubt in our kids and telling our kids they're not good enough because like i said the society in the world gives them enough of that so we just need to you know be our kids biggest cheerleader i'm so big on that while we are on the topic of kids um somebody sent me a video uh not too long ago which um and like i said i'm gonna get into episode seven (laughs) probably towards the end clearly um somebody sent me a video which i already follow her um heather denise is one of my favorite people on social media because she's she's just real and she's very transparent you know when she was with her kid's father she was showing the relationships the ups and the downs then she got with her now fiance which you know um she's about to get married and they are amazing i think they're amazing together um clearly we never know the ins and outs of people relationships um that goes for you everybody this you know has your opinions on episode seven but no seriously um and you know she she shows like the relationship he has with with you know with their daughter which you know he calls his daughter and it's you know not biological but that's his daughter you know in every sense of the word and he you know he she she lets us know he he's raising her and you know all that great stuff they take pictures together they have a great relationship all that great you know took him to took her to her daddy door dance all that great stuff right so she shared a video that apparently someone said how is it that your kids how can you say you don't have christmas how how can you say your kids don't have christmas and you have a boyfriend and she raised such an amazing point and she said it is not a boyfriend's job to financially support you and your, you and or your child um unpopular opinion uh i ask you know for me if i'm dating you i ask that you respect that i have children and what that means is respect that i have the fact that i have children and respect my children absolutely so what that means is like let's say we're supposed to hang out and god forbid there's an emergency you're not going to get mad at me because i have to go and take care of my kid you're not going to break up with me because hey we couldn't have date night and we can't go out of town because i you know i'm I'm and i'm not saying that i don't know if there's really men like that but but i'm just saying that's what that means to me like respect the fact that i have a kid understand the fact that i have a kid and absolutely if you're around my kids definitely respect my kids you know um and i don't like i don't require you to buy stuff for them and i and here's the thing because i feel like females just take that and run with it and like another like a female had commented on the video was like if i'm with a man like how could he be with me and not do for my kids and you know this type and i'm just like that is such a that's just just a bad mentality to have you know what i mean because just okay those are not his kids now and I'm talking about boyfriend, guys, because if we, you know, now listen, when I'm married and that's my husband, then legally they will, legally they'll be his kids. And of course, by nurture, nur- I wouldn't, I wouldn't marry somebody I, I wouldn't think would be a father figure to my kids. So I know if I'm getting married, he's legally their father and also their father in the, you know, in the nurture 
um, aspect or, you know, however you want to say that. Um, I think it's like as women and I mean, maybe men, too, but we need to stop looking for the people we date to be parents right away. If if that makes sense, like if if I was in a situation where um, I was with a with a guy for like years and years and we were living together, I mean, then I can kind of understand that aspect. But I mean, me personally, I wouldn't be with somebody years and not be married. Um, I know y'all might be like your kid's father, but no, that a lot of that was staying out of obligation. And I said, I would never do it again. Um, but the point is like, I, I see women have the mentality of if I'm with a man, he should be doing for my kids. Um, I just, I don't agree with that. I feel like that's not, that's not his responsibility. It's really, like, it's really not. Like, if you're dating someone, like, stop. I I forgot how I put it before because I was talking to someone. And I literally told somebody this. Like, stop looking. Stop dating people to take care of your kids. Like, they're they're not his kids. They're just, and, and, and they're not. And it's not his responsibility, nor should it be his obligation to take care of them. Like, we're putting these rich, you know, these, these obligations on men because oh well you're a man you're supposed to be taking care of me and my babies how like no no sweetheart you're supposed to take care of your baby and he just has to respect the fact that you have one and if he's ever around that child then he should be you know cordial nice respectful all of that you know what i mean like for well for me i'm not gonna have a man around my child i don't believe this you know going towards marriage or i'm gonna be married to um that's number one number two um, I'm just a person, like, I'm not going to ask the person I date for money for my kids or to give me diapers or like, I just, I just feel like that's so wrong. Like, I don't know. And, and you guys can correct me if it, or not. No, don't correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I know I'm not wrong in my, in how I feel about it. Um, but you know, give me your opinions. Personally, I just think like, stop putting all this pressure on these guys, like right away, like right away about money and stuff like you're gonna run a you're gonna run a man away, you know what I'm saying? And just like I mean, and I'm pulling stuff from the video because I I was just like yes yes you know we're snapping like I'm gonna open mic like yes Heather that's what I'm talking about like I don't ex here's the thing I don't expect you to do anything for my kids I don't expect you to do anything for my kids as my boyfriend now if you do anything it now like she said it would mean the world to me absolutely like that's awesome. But I don't expect you to because it's not your job. It's it's really not. Like, it's not your obligation. It's not your, your, it's just not. And for me, even when I get married, right, um, I still, I, I feel like I'll still be, I'll still have that mindset. Like, I, of course, I'm, I'm, um, how can I put this? Of course, I would submit to a man. Like, I, I know I, I can submit to a man and. Okay, you are the leader of this family. You know what I'm saying? You are the head of this family. Absolutely. But I still would have that mindset where, you know, I kind of, I got the, I got the kids, you know, like I, like I got them. Now, if I absolutely, absolutely need your help and we're married, then that's a whole nother situation. Cause like I said, you know, legally those would be his kids, but I'm still not going to be like, oh, now we're married. Yeah. Now you got to just take care. Absolutely not. You know, women are supposed to be like. Okay, how how can I put this? 
and and like I said, this is someone who has kids, and you guys can have all your opinions if you want to. But like, ladies, we have to bring more to the table. And I and I think my um my sis said this last um last episode. You know, like she said, like you know, when you have kids, now she called it her baggage. Like for me, I just say like. <laughs> I just got a package, like, you know what I'm saying, I just got a package, like, these are just my, like, this is a package deal, at the same time, like, when we bring a package, whether man or woman, I don't care who you are, you have to be able to bring something else to the table, so now, just, you know, hear me out, if you bring kids, tell the man he has to take care of them, or help take care of them, and, and also take care of you, like, I mean, when do y'all have that, how can I put this, like, you're putting too much pressure on someone and like it's it's just not their job it's just not their job like as a boyfriend not somebody you're engaged to not somebody you're married to as a boyfriend no no like it's just not their job like I don't know how else to put it it's not their job and there's women that are really get mad you know and of course okay so there's this thing there was a There was a post going around about a woman asking for field trip money for her kids. And the guy said, well, where's the father? And she was like, well, he's not, he, he doesn't have it or however she put it. And then he's like, well, that's not my job. Blah, blah. Now, listen, let me tell you. <laughs> now, if you asking for $20, you know, and the man don't give it to you. I mean, I'm like, you, you could, you probably could have gave her $20. At the same time, I'm going to make sure that um, that, I, that I got it for my kids. I mean, that's just, like, I'm not, I'm not even going to ask my dude. Like, and now, at, at the same time, like, let me say something. Anybody I'm with, I know for a fact, like, if I ask you for $20, like, I know that they'll give it to me. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just not going to ask. Like, I mean, I could be with you. <laughs> like. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm big. I'm just, I'm not really big on the whole asking your significant other for money. Like I said, if we're married and that's a whole. I mean, I'm a, I'm a grind anyway. You know what I'm saying? So even if we're married, I'm probably most likely still gonna have my own money and still gonna be able to take care of stuff. You know, um, even with my kid's father, like I was paying most of the bills. No, I'm not saying I would ever want to be in that position where I'm working two jobs, eight months pregnant, paying all the bills. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> But taking care of a grown man, no. But um, but I, what uh, that that's to say, like I'm gonna grind regardless. I'm gonna make sure that we good regardless. You know what I mean? But women, we have to start being a man's helpmate. And when we come and we bring in, you know, bring in the situation, some things that may make it difficult or complicate things, I feel like we gotta make it a little bit easier on them. You know what I mean? Like just bring something else to the table. Other than just what you, you know, your package, you, you got to bring something to the table. Like, you know, um, one of my cousin's friends, she has, let me think, Shana has six kids. Um, and it's okay because I, I told her I was going to tell her story anyway. She has six kids and she's, she's a, now she's a minister, so she tells her story all, like, everywhere. She's amazing. Um... Shane has six kids and four baby daddies. When she, and she got married after that, guys. So, 
don't let men <laughs> don't let men put you down for anything um she she found a man who like adores her and they ended up just having us i think she, they had a baby already she has seven kids i'm sorry but before she met her husband she has six kids and four baby daddies um she wasn't always saved that's what she always say and i remember asking her i said you know was it hard to to find who you're with now or to be in that relationship and she said you know what she said she she said when we got married he told me that he always appreciated it always appreciated her making it easy for him and she said you know she said i i, I just appreciate she said that he said i appreciate that she didn't just bombard her bombard him with the kids you know um he met and i and i take a lot of my partners from her um she, maybe not the four baby daddies but um she appreciate he appreciated her like letting him have an organic and genuine relationship with the kids like it wasn't nothing was forced it was just kind of like you know and it's funny because when he met the oldest boy i think he's he told shana that like they only knew each other for two months and the boy called him dad and he and he would go around before the boy even called him dad he was like i want to save my son so bad i want to tell people this is my son so bad and i i personally love their story um and i told her she needs to have a youtube and teach you know just kind of you know sh tell the world her story um but that was the thing and he was like you know she she never asked him for money and that made him want to do for the kids like he was like he ended up like picking up a I think he said a picking up a second job and it was like a part-time so it wasn't too much pressure but he was like he picked it up purposely so he could help her and like he would you know he spoiled the kids before they were his own because like now they're now they're married right yeah they're married <laughs> so he spoiled the kids like crazy you know and and he loved like just even like and she allowed him to to like bond with the kids so he took the two oldest boys like just him and the boys to the movies and stuff like that and that was his thing he said he never felt overwhelmed and this is a man and the craziest thing the, i think the reason why me and her get along so well, our stories are very similar like our life story she's about 29 though but our life stories are very similar she's adopted too um but like she said that you know she just she just made she just made it easy. Like he said he never felt overwhelmed by the fact that she had six kids because it was just never like it was just like, oh, there's just kids around and they still got chances to be together by themselves. You know, she still like and I just think about that and and I and I feel like that's how we need to be ladies like and men, too. I'm not I'm not just singing out the ladies because there are single fathers out here that's dating and stuff and and you know kind of looking for a mommy for the kid right away and here's my thing i absolutely believe that the person you date the person you marry you know the person you intend to marry like has to you have to see them in that role you have to see them in that father figure that mother figure role absolutely i mean because then what are you doing you know i'm all about um and i'm gonna do another uh probably another <laughs> another episode about dating with intention like you if you don't see the person as your husband or wife you should not be with them like if you literally cannot see and I'm not saying drop down on one knee right now, fellas, and propose to your woman or women expect a ring today. What I'm saying is if you cannot see them eventually being your husband or wife, you are in the wrong relationship. 
because you're dating without intention. You're just dating for the heck of it. You know what I'm saying? So if we have kids, women, men, we have kids and we can't see that woman in the mother role or the man in the father role, you're dating without intention because the kids aren't going nowhere. You always have kids. You know, you're always going to have kids. So you have to make sure that the person will fit into your life. You know, and women, if you have a man and men, if you have a woman who does not accept your children or do not accept you having kids or whatever. I mean, the crazy thing is people with kids, some people with kids don't accept other people's kids, but whatever. Um, you're in the wrong relationship because there are men out here. There are women out here that wouldn't mind you having kids. You know, even when I was with my kid's father, I never minded him have kids. Now, he's, as I stated before, he's a little older. So when I'm, um, so like now he has two grandchildren at the time, like, well, during the course of our relationship, he only had one. He, uh, one was born during the course of our relationship. And even that kind of aspect, I didn't, like, I didn't mind because it was never, well, number one, it was never really like a, you know, a problem for me, but like there are men and women who don't mind your situation. There are men and women who, who will be okay with you having kids and not even see it as a bad thing. Cause it's really not, you know, first of all, kids are amazing and kids are awesome. Okay. And super funny. And, um, and I remember somebody asked me like, you know, is it hard to date with kids? And I think it's just, I think for me, it's just like making sure the person fits, you know what I mean? And, um, and if you don't fit, you got to go because because at the end of the day, like, right, like, what, what am I doing? You know, but I say all that to say, like, we got to bring more to the table than just the package that we hold. You know what I mean? And and stop like stop putting these like Heather. Well, Heather says funny because Heather was like, stop, you know, pretty much like stop putting these obligations and these, you know, requirements on people that you can't do yourself. Stop making stop selling the, the you know, your girlfriend that she got to buy pampers and wipes and stuff and you can't afford them yourself like grind like i i mean the next episode i have with my co-host um i'm not sure if it's gonna be one or two that day but um one of the questions that they they wanted all of us to answer was when is it okay to borrow money in a relationship or or to bring money or to introduce money like you know that type of scenario and for me i just I mean, if I'm engaged to you and about to be, I mean, even engaged, I don't know, guys, you know, please send me your opinions. But to me, like, maybe if I'm married, I feel like that's the only time I should really, I mean, unless it's like an emergency, like, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's something where, like, you don't have no money, your kid needs medicine or you need a ride to the hospital, like, I, I mean, emergency situations, absolutely. But just like to regularly, like, that's not me. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, at the, at the same time, I'm saying this, if my dude ever came to me and was like, yo, I need this or can you give me this? Absolutely. Here you go. Like, I don't have a problem with it. I don't, and I don't see nothing wrong with a dude having, uh, giving a dude money. Like, that's just me. Like I said, just me. Um, but like I said, um, or like I was saying, you know, just, we gotta, we gotta really just really kind of make sure our intentions, our intentions are, are aligned with, with the correct thing, you know? You know, just, I I'm, I feel really strongly about that. Like, I just feel really strongly about that. And even more so for a person that doesn't have kids, you know, it's like, don't scare them <laughs> away so fast or don't put all these this pressure on them that is really not their deserved pressure, you know. And now, listen, I get the whole not having someone there because, like I said, you know, I... I 
I'm pretty much by myself, you know, as far as when it comes to the parenting and the, the children. And I don't rush things because, I mean, I just, I know, like, whether it's this year, whether it's next year, you know, whether it's six months from now, it doesn't, like, I know that, you know, there's going to be somebody there. You get what I'm saying? Like, I know eventually, like, somebody will be in that role and in that, and in, in that positive male role model for the girls. Um, but... Like I, I, and I, like I said, I get it. I get, you know, sometimes it's, it's, sometimes it's very hard. And sometimes, you know, you know, those, you have those days where you wish the mother or the father was there and you're like, uh, you know, you kind of try to fill that void with the person you're dating, but it's not fair to them. It's just not fair. And I, and I mean, this is whether they have kids or not. It's just not fair. To be putting all these obligations on people that it's just not their job. Like, as a boyfriend, as a girlfriend, like, that's just not, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're married, that's a whole other story. That's just a, that's just a whole other story because not only are you joined together as one, I mean, they're the legal, literally, like, legally, those are, you know, those are, um, those are their kids. I mean, because even, you know, I've had the conversation with my kid's father about if I get married. And for me... Um, cause, okay, so of course I have a different last name than my children. Um, and then my two oldest have my last name and I just, I, I want all my kids and everybody, I want everybody in the household to have the same last name. <laughs> and I had a conversation and I'm like, you know, how would you feel? And I was thinking, you know, maybe like hyphenated and all that stuff. And then he, when he kind of was just like, well, I don't, you know, like I said, he's, he's not present like that anyway. So he was like, well, I don't care if you change your last name. Okay, cool. Cause I mean, th- those are legally his kids anyway. So, you know, um, but like I said, <laughs> let's just like, let's just learn to date with intention, but also date with consideration. I think that's, that's such a, that's such a lost art being considerate of the people we're dating you know like I absolutely think that you can enjoy your children with the person you're dating I also think that you know um the person you're dating with like I said because if you're dating with intention you're dating to marry this person right so I would absolutely want you know the person I'm in a relationship with or engaged to um to bond with my children of course I mean what of course you know, um, and prior to, prior to us getting married, of course, but I would never, ever put pressure on that person like that. Like I would never, ever ask them for money or require them to do, because that's not their job. Like it's my job. It's, it's literally my job, my responsibility, my obligation, my worry at night, my, you know, my everything because they're my kids. And until they become theirs, then it's not their job. And even then, it still won't be their It still is going to be my job. You know what I mean? So, I just think we need to, like, I'm about to put that on a shirt. Date with intention, but also date with consideration. Because it's just not fair to put pressure on somebody like that. It's really not. You know? It's, it's just really not. And because when you put pressure on them, you make them not want to do for your kids or you, or for you. You know, if you make it so that they have to do it, you know what I mean? Like, if you make it that they have to do it, they're not going to want to do it. And for me, I just feel like whoever I'm going to marry, I want it to be an organic, genuine 
like fall into place like I feel like this is my child that type of thing you know what I mean like you know you like like with Shannon's husband you know where he was took the child out after two months and was just like I I, I almost told somebody this is my son you know and that that's organic that's organic you know, um, and I just think that's the, the the organic and the natural transition is just really important. Um, it's really important. So let's just, like I said, date with intention, but also date with consideration. And, and make sure we're being fair to the kids as well. Because I think, I mean, just, just you know, like I said, everything should be organic and genuine. You know what I mean? Like, don't... Like, my kids at the moment, they understand, like, my older ones, of course, they understand, like, dad's not there, you know what I mean? Or their father, sperm donor, you know. <laughs> but we're not throwing away, you know, throwing around titles. Now, with my youngest, she's one. So, if majority of her life somebody's not there, she doesn't understand, you know what I mean? Which, I think probably with her, would be the most, I guess, you know, kind of natural thing because it's like, oh, somebody else steps in that role. She don't even know nobody else. Uh, my oldest daughter, I remember when I ended up telling her, like, hey, me and, you know, me, we're not together no more, and we're not going to live together no more. And I remember, like, I kind of thought she would be sad or sadder, but she kind of, she like, she was she was upset, you know, that, that there were some things that won't be happening anymore. But I think the very next week she said, Mommy, when, when am I going to get a new dad? And I'm like, what? You know, and this is like early 2018. And she's like, what am I going to get a new dad? I'm like, when are you going to get a new dad? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, you have a dad. She's like, no, 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 mommy. You know, like one that lives with us, that does stuff with us. Like when we can go to the aquarium. <laughs> she loves the aquarium. Um, She's like, when we can go to the aquarium, you know, like a dad that's going to be with us all the time. And like, you know, like take us places and like do stuff with us. And it's crazy because she's so young, but she understood. Like she, she understood that... Um, and now she does have friends who have, um, I don't call them stepfathers or stepmothers. They're bonus mothers, bonus dads, or just take away the, just dads and moms, you know? Um, and so she was like, you know, when am, when am I going to, I'm like, uh, probably not anytime soon, sweetheart. Cause I guess this is early 2018. So she's like, okay. You know? And it's like, she understood, like, she didn't understand, of course, the dynamics of everything, but she knew like, okay, well he's not here anymore but somebody else might come along that type of thing and I thought that was really like she's so aware but like I said she does have friends in similar situations so I figured she kind of understood um but you know like be fair to them you know don't force anything guys like just make it just let it be genuine you know um like let me let me tell you so if uh anyone knows Amaya Amaya is the only child that I breastfed um, for an extended period of time, like, I think only one of my kids I breastfed them was, like, literally a week, um, but Amaya, it was, it was a while, so she's definitely attached to me at the hip, um, she's literally laying next to me right now, um, she's very attached to me, if we're in the same room together, there's no way she's letting me go out the room without her. She will cry, and it doesn't matter how much fun she's having. She will literally stop and just break down and cry. You would think that somebody took her toy or cookie or puppy or something else. 
um, when she met DJ, it was very interesting because, um, when we got in the car, she, like, she, you know, she just kind of was just, like, looking, and then when we got to where we were going, like, she didn't cry. She was, I mean, she was, you know, playing, and she wanted to get down and crawl and stuff like that, but, for the, like, she didn't cry. Then I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I was so worried at the time because I'm like, she's not gonna let me go to the bathroom. You know, she's gonna like scream her head off, right? And we're in public, you yeah, know. Not 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 that she screams her head off, guys, because she she's actually actually pretty good. Um, she's always been like a good baby, but when I left, I came back. They playing and stuff. She she didn't want me. She kept going across the table to him, like, and I and I just sat and I observed everything and I just watched and I'm like. And then the crazy thing is, like, a couple days later, we were somewhere else, and she did what she normally does, which is, I can't hand her off to somebody. You know what I mean? I can't leave the room. And so I thought that was genuine, and I kind of, you know, was just like, okay. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Um, And and I and I just love that. And, I mean, she 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 enjoyed herself. She had fun. She was, she was with him most of the time, and I thought that was really interesting. Um, but, see, that's what I mean by genuine, you know? And... You know, and also prepare your kids. Absolutely. I think absolutely prepare your kids. Stop thinking that they're so dumb or that they're so, like, they won't understand and then just springing stuff on them. Like, let me tell you something. When, um, so, mm, I wouldn't say it, it wasn't in the beginning, but, like, when I was, when I was dating, uh, I'm sorry, when I started dating DJ, um, after I kind of realized, like, okay, like, we really, really, really have feelings for each other. And, like, we really, like, we're starting to talk about moving in together, marriage, all that stuff. I was like, okay, you know, um, maybe it's time to have the conversation with Jordan. And I wanted to have a conversation with Jordan really because, like I said, I look at my kids as little human beings. They are, stop thinking as kids as they don't have a voice, they don't have an opinion, they sh- or they shouldn't have a voice, they shouldn't have an opinion. They're, no. I look at my kids as little human beings with actual feelings. Like, kids have actual feelings. Because when I was a kid, I had feelings and nobody wanted to listen. So, anyway, um, I wanted to kind of test and see how she would feel about it. And now, Jordan doesn't know nothing about no boyfriend or nothing like that. So, uh, I had kind of said, you know, I said, hey, Jordan, can I talk to you? She's, she's like, yeah. She's like, you know, and I'm like, you know, mommy, um, mommy has a boyfriend. And the first thing she says is, does that mean I get to wear a dress? And I was like, what? She was like, well, like, you know, mommy, like, are you, does that mean you're getting married? And I was kind of like, this girl watches too much TV. Um, And I told her, I said, well, um," I was like, well, honey, I don't know yet, you know? And she was just like, well, what's his name? And what's this? And what's that? And then she ended up finding that they have a common love of sneakers. She's into Jordans because um, when she was little, her first pair of sneakers was Jordans, and I used to buy her nothing but Jordans because I thought that was so cool, getting Jordans, and her name is Jordan. Um, and she developed a love, like, she loves sneakers. Like, she has a, she, I wouldn't say it's, like, a very particular taste, but she definitely has a taste. Um, I tried to surprise her with Jordans before, and she was like, uh, mommy, no, I don't like those. I was like, oh, excuse me. They were peach and black. I thought they were really cute, but anyway. Um, she found out they have a love for Jordans and she's like, you know, so now she says stuff like, she'll be like, mom, take a picture of my shoes and, and sh- mom, I show Mr. Derek. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Jordan. Yeah. Tell him it's Jordan with the Jordans. You know, it's, she's so cute. But 
because I know she has feeling. I I value her. I value her voice. I value her her life. I value her opinion. And you know, and you know, people could think that I'm, you know, it's too much, but it's not. Like she has a voice and she has real feelings about stuff. And I wanted, I wanted to prepare her. And when I told her, and I said, well, how would you feel if mommy got married? And she was like, oh, well, mommy, that well, that means you could have a big party, right? <laughs> like, Jordan. I was like, yes, but that's not the point, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, and I asked her, I said, how would you feel about, you know, you know, like I said, like, you know, meeting him and she's like, oh, yeah. And then we, you know, she loves the aquarium. So she's like any, any chance she can get to go to the aquarium. She's like, you know, can we go to the aquarium? And then I was like, okay. And then she's, she drew a picture for him and was like, I need you to give this to him. And I was like, okay, you know, and just like, she, you know, it's so it's like when they, you got to prepare kids for stuff like stop just thinking that you know their voice doesn't matter or they don't matter in the equation like you know I know some people who literally say I'm not gonna let my kids control who I date listen these are kids these are human beings they should they deserve to be okay with who's gonna who's gonna be in their space you know what I mean they deserve to be okay with who's gonna be around them who's gonna be quote-unquote parenting them and leading their lives and you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, that's just how I feel about my kids. So, you know, my other oldest is um, about to be six and she's just, you know, um, she's always been like a real, you know, quote, like kind of just happy go lucky, you know, go with the flow type kid. So, you know, and then my younger kids, they, they're just, they're too young to really like kind of understand or even, I, I, I'm not going to say they're too young to have feelings, but they're too, too young to fully understand and grasp the situation. And, um, you know, and, depending on where you know life takes everything you know and I, I mean here's the thing I continuously check in on kids I mean with my kids I continuously check especially Jordan she like I said she's the oldest so I definitely keep having conversations with her making sure you know she's she understands that mommy cares about her feelings making sure she understands that hey you have a say in things you know what I mean like hey you 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 matter and she I know she definitely feels like that um and and it, it's just nice to like to, to have that feeling that everything is genuine, everything is natural, and everything is just it just fits. You know what I mean? Like there's no opposition from any side or any, like you want that feeling. You want that feeling that your kids are okay with this person, you know, or your kids are okay with introducing a new person in life, or your kids are okay with meeting this person, or your kids are okay with you having a person, you know? Because I think sometimes. Sometimes that opposition from kids, you know, with like especially moms dating men, you know, and and the man comes in life, and well, you know, sometimes it's the son and the son and the man, but I think that opposition comes from us not making our kids know that they matter, and just kind of be like, hey, this is what's going on, you shut up, and you, this is just how you like. Our kids matter, and they have real feelings, like they have feelings, and we need to stop pretending like they don't, you know, and check in with your kids, just keep, you know, hey, like you good. <laughs> just saying um and like I said prepare your kids don't just hey just out of the blue this is daddy girlfriend this is my because and I'm not gonna say I, I'm all I'm gonna say is I know a lot of men that do that that just boom plant the girl and or bring the kid around the girl all of a sudden the kid's just like ah, what the heck and I just think that you need to prepare your kids, prepare your kids and, and hear their mindset. You know what I mean? Make sure that they're okay because kids are going to let you, kids have indicators like crazy. Like I know when George is not okay with something, you know, we was talking about going to visit a family member. She was like, uh, mom, I don't really like, like them. And I was like, oh, geez. Okay. 
you don't have to go um but like I said, kids have feelings and you really need to kind of prepare your kids for stuff like that. Like dating with kids is, it doesn't have to be as hard, I think, as people make it. And it doesn't have to be as complicated. It doesn't have to be so like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Or like even for the other person, it doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, she got kids or he got kids. Because, I mean, you know, <laughs> baby mamas, baby daddies, they, you know. And, and here's another thing, guys, really quick. When you're dating someone, right? I think it's absolutely important that you you make sure that they get the respect that they deserve, right? So like like don't let your baby mama talk talk like all crazy to your girlfriend, don't let your baby father like, you know, one thing one thing in my life like you're going to as far as my kid's father, you're going to respect the person that's there. You know, if he if he decided to come back around and, you know, be a parent or a co-parent, whatever you want to call it, like you you're not going to disrespect the person that's here you know with these kids or you know even if we're not living together at the time like bonding with these kids you're not gonna disrespect him you know you're, you're like yes i'm you're you have respect as their biological parent but you're not gonna disrespect the person i'm with and i think we need to we need to just really really push for respect you know because how low are you making that other person feel you know and for me for me like i said this is me and me and my kids father really had a conversation if there's a man in the house with my kid, you know, with our kids and my kids, whatever you want to call them, every single day, helping, you know, whether getting up for school, talking, it doesn't matter, like bonding, being a parent. If he's, if they have a dad that's in the house and doing everything, you can't just overrule what he's saying. Like, this is our household and what he says stands because he's the head of the household. I think that's when all that discord and confusion comes in when you guys, when, when women or men try to appease both sides or they, you know, I, I don't, they don't have respect that they should for the man that's there. You know, and for me, I'm all about respect. Anybody knows me, I'm about respect. I am all about respect. It doesn't matter what stage or what point you, what position you are in my life. I'm about respect. So you're going to respect him. You know, and I think we need to have that mindset like you're going to respect this person. They are here every day, whether if there's a woman that's there with your kids and then bathing, bathing your kids, getting them clothed, doing hair. You're going to have to tell your baby mom, like, respect this person or you can be removed from the equation. That's it, because let me tell you something. I'm not going to purposely have toxic people in my kid's life. I'm not going to purposely have someone in my life, someone in their life who's, like, going back and forth, back and forth. And one minute they want to be here, then they leave for six months. No, 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 no. My kids are going to have a healthy and stable child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they're going to, when they're home, they're in the house. Like, it's peace in here. It, it, we're not having all that extra stuff. And I think we need to get to a point where we're all about peace. And, you know, the Bible says do everything in decency and in order. And that's just how I am. So not only are you not going to disrespect the person that's in this house ever, if you do, you're just going to be removed from the equation until you can get yourself together, <laughs> you know? But... Like I said, for at least, you know, for me right now, my kid's father, he's, um, you know, it, it's like him being absent is kind of making, it, it, it makes it easier for me. But at the same time, like I said, like if he ever decided to come back and be a parent, now he's older, so he's kind of set in his ways, but so I doubt it. Um, but if he ever decided to come back and be a parent, like, okay, you, you can, you can be involved, but you, you, you gonna, you gonna respect, you know, what's going on in here. And I think we just oh we just all need to get to that point where we're just like where you want peace and order in your life so much that you're gonna if any it doesn't matter who it is like 
you're going to remove the situation if it's that bad, you know. And just like there was something on Facebook, like, let's get out of saying that's my mom or that's my sister. If, you know, or that's my baby daddy. That's my baby mama. No, like, if they're toxic, bye. Especially with my kids. Like, you're not, I'm not going to purposely leave toxic. I don't care what you are to them, you know. So. But that's dating with kids for you guys. Clearly that, <laughs> that was the topic today. So as far as episode 7 goes, um... I'm probably still not going to fully address it like I think you guys want me to. But you guys had a lot of opinions and a lot of questions about the status of things. Um, first of all, <laughs> a lot of your opinions uh, were pretty harsh, I guess, to read and to hear. Um, you know, I am still human and sensitive, and this is still like a very important connection. You know, so I get you guys had opinions, and of course, it's warranted with this type of platform and I love hearing them but you know I think it's, it's kind of hard when you see or hear strangers pretty much saying like oh you're stupid oh like are you you know move on and, and I mean I, I wish it was more about the dialogue I think because I, I feel like a lot of you guys focused on one part and that was like we had a whole long episode <laughs> And you guys focused on just, like, the cheating conversation we had. And where he said, I guess, I don't know if we were married, he wouldn't tell me or something like that. But here's the thing. With a lot of that conversation, I know how he thinks. I mean, this is, um, me and Derek have had plenty of conversations. And absolutely, trust me, like, we have conversations. I mean, pretty sure he's tired of them by now. But uh, (laughs) we definitely have conversations. So a lot of this thinking, I already knew. As far as... Um, you know, the one time I disagreed with him, which is when he said that he wouldn't tell me if we were married because of his happy situation. I think you guys just took that and ran with it. I'm like, wow, there was a lot of other great things we talked about. But um, as far as addressing them, uh, let me tell you something. So I can absolutely, I'm adult enough to agree or disagree. So I don't agree with his methods. And he wasn't saying that he was cheating on me. He was saying that, he was just saying an opinion. I'll put it that way. One thing about Derek is he's absolutely respectful. He's never disrespected me. You know what I mean? Um, I think nothing is always 100% peaches and cream. Of course, you're going to have problems. And I'm definitely not saying we're perfect because we're not. But I just think it's okay to agree to disagree sometimes. And it's okay to still be in a stage where you're still kind of filling stuff out. Or, or not, even, not even still filling stuff out because I think we're way past that. But um, it's okay to be in a stage, you know, where you have Like, it's okay to have conversation. I think that's the problem. Like, when you don't have conversation about stuff, then you, you know, you don't have conversation about the hard stuff. So then you don't know how the person thinks. And then when it comes to, it comes to light or whatever, when it comes to the past, it's like, you can avoid this. And if you can't handle that sort of thing, I feel like you should have conversations about the hard stuff. And to be honest, I respect him absolutely, like, 100% for him telling his truth and being truthful about how he felt and not just saying, you know, um, whatever because I was on, you know, to kind of appease me or... Because he, he knows how I felt. So he absolutely knew that that was going to probably, you know, ruffle my feathers. 
So I just, I thank him for being truthful and honest because I think sometimes women, like, we always say we want to hear what the man thinks, but then we don't, you know what I mean? Like we, we, then when we hear it, we're like appalled and we are upset about it. Me, I'd rather want to, I want to know every bit of how you think because then I know if I can handle it and if I can't, then, uh, yeah, um, you know, and, uh. Like I said, you know, I, I'm probably not even, I know for a fact that some of you like ask direct questions and I'm just not right at the liberty to answer those. Um, I do think that yeah, a lot of you guys, and a crazy thing, a lot of you guys asked to bring him back on, which I thought was really interesting. Um, even like to, even the person said it today, like, Hey, when you gonna have your boyfriend back, it was funny or something like that, but I liked it. Um, <laughs> I will have him back eventually, um, maybe Sunday, I don't know, if I'm around him Sunday, I might, you know, we might, we might do the episode together, but I'm not sure, um, (laughs) yeah, because you guys were harsh last time, so, I have feelings, and that, like, I mean, that was just really hard, at one point, I had to turn my, you know, my, uh, phone on do not disturb, because, like, I, I do title them, so you guys want to listen to them, and I guess, like, the title Monogamy, what is Monogamy Cheating and Kids, or something like that, Monogamy Cheating Marriage and Kids, and you guys really like that title, and apparently just ran with everything, and, um, like I said, I respect his opinion, I respect his truth, um, and I still, of course, disagree with cheating and not telling somebody, um, and not giving them that option to to stay or go you know and I absolutely in every aspect cheating is wrong so I think it's wrong to cheat it's wrong to not tell somebody I'm still gonna you know stand my ground and I feel like if you if you pretend like you guys agree on everything that's not gonna last you guys gotta be able to say how you feel and be able to move on from it like that's my biggest thing with Derek um I love that we can have conversations like the hard stuff and still be okay and move on. Like we, we have conversations when we're out to dinner or we're, you know, whatever. And we still, and we be chilling, you know? And so, um, that's just kind of, I guess what I had to say about that. Like, you know, he's not a bad guy, guys. He has a, he has a pure heart. Um, like I said, he's never disrespecting me. He's very respectful. Doesn't even let me open doors, guys, for real. Like, literally. <laughs> if I open a door, he's like, uh, we gotta try it again. He's, you know, he's he's not a bad guy. And he's not a hoe. <laughs> he's not playing me. None of that. Like, um, you know, this isn't like the first phase, I guess, we've gone through. Like, we've gone through... We've gone, I, I, to be honest, I, I like to say, like, we, we've gone through, you know, a few things, like, so far this year, so, you know, this isn't something brand new, I think it's just brand new for you guys to hear it in our dynamic, um, but like I said, I love having conversations with him, and he knows that, um, and I will absolutely have him on, I just don't know if it's gonna be that quick, and, um, yeah, and by the way, um, for those of you who love the, the dialogue, he's actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm going to say it. He's having his podcast start January 3rd, which I fully support him, guys. And you guys go listen to it and share it and all that stuff because I personally can't wait to hear it. And, you know, I know it's going to be interesting. Um, but like I said, I don't know how he thinks so um, for the most part. But it's I think it's January 3rd every Tuesday and Friday, I believe. Um, 
and mine is every Wednesday. It's going to be every Wednesday and Sunday. Like, especially when he starts his, I definitely want to stick on schedule with mine. Um, just so that we're not overlapping. Because I support him. Absolutely. 100%. And I will tell you, this is going to be interesting because, yeah, <laughs> it's always interesting with Derek. So, I think his going to be January 3rd. I don't know what it's called yet, but um, every Tuesday and, th- and Friday. Right. I was going to say Tuesday and Thursday. But, um, yeah. So, that's all I have to say about episode 7. Thank you guys for listening this far. Um, as always, thank you for joining the group chat. Um, and we have shirts coming out soon. So, I'm, like, really excited about this, guys. And I cannot wait to share the big news with you guys. I absolutely can't. Um, I'm praying that the um, that I can share it with you on the 2nd of January, the next time I have midweek, which is next Wednesday. I really, really hope I can share it with you guys then. Um, but, you know, with all the holidays and stuff, like, nah, people aren't working. So, yeah, but I can't wait to share the big news with you guys. I think you guys are going to love it. And it's definitely going to be more interactive. And I just think it's going to be awesome. So, thank you guys for listening to join the group chat. Um, have a great, amazing day. Because I know by the time this post, it'll be, like, early in the morning. Um, after I get done ed- editing and everything. So... Have a great day, and as always, thanks for joining the group chat, and meet us here on Sunday with me and my co-host. We have a lot to talk about.